Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. And stretch themselves upon their couches and eat lambs out of the flock and cows of the midst of the stall. He's saying they oversleep and they overeat. That's it. Correct uh, interpretation for today. It's not wrong to have a, a bread of ivory. It's not wrong to eat of the cow, you know, f- nice food and eat meat. No. But it's wrong to overindulge. Like I was joking with the pastors and some of the brethren yesterday in Lagos. We finished my mom's funeral, you know, and we're all coming back. I said, remember today's watch night service. And we're going to fast. So I said, all the one you want to eat, eat it today. <laughs> so all the pack that they gave you and all the meat chicken, you should have ate it yesterday, not today. <laughs> I don't know if I'm anybody's on my, anybody's still on my side. Today should have been a fasting day. No, this is not the day to eat lamb. <laughs> Yesterday was okay. But not today. He's telling us those who are at ease in Zion. They oversleep. Spend hours in front of television and books. They overeat. They don't fast. They don't pray to the degree that they should. He's describing them here. They chant. That chant. Verse 5. I don't know. Many people are still on my side here. That chant to the sound of the viol and invent themselves instruments of music like David. Have you met these kind of Christians who don't pray and all they do is just praise and worship? I've met them. They'll tell you, oh, no, you don't need to do that. God inhabits the praise of his people. And, you know, when I get up in the morning, I just, I just lie on my bed. And I just play a nice tape. And I just praise the Lord. And, you know, everything is just fine. You know? It says, they, they, they chant. God sees everything, folks. Is it wrong to listen to music? No. Is it wrong to praise and worship God? No. Yes, those things are right. But there is a time for everything under the sun. Praise and worship is very important. I worship God every day. I listen to nice Christian music, you know, and chant. I do these things. And it's not wrong to do them. But on a foundation of prayer. There is no, you cannot substitute one for the other. Paul and Silas, at midnight in a jail, they didn't start by praising God. People always say, oh, they praise God. Yes, they praise God. But read the verse before. Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Don't twist the word of God. And use it as an excuse for spiritual laziness. They chant 
and invent instruments of music like David. The Bible says they had ease in Zion. It's not wrong to sing. No, I do it. I who I'm talking to you, I do it, and I'm not a hypocrite. But I pray. So when I've prayed, then I, I, I worship and I praise God. Yeah, I, I saw one place, one so you know, they have all these funny things on YouTube now, you know. 36 hours continuous praise. <laughs> I shook my head. 36 hours of continuous praise. When are you going to pray? See, they say, it's, it's at ease. They've twisted. It's the Bible, but if they've twisted it. There is a place for praise and worship. We've had praise and worship this evening. Lovely praise and worship. You know, when I was leading, where I, I came down, you know, and I joined you in the praise and worship, there was a point when the anointing fell. I felt it in my hands. The tangible presence of God, especially as we went towards the end and we went into the worship, the tangible presence of God came down. Like that. We didn't spend. We can't use this whole service to say we are praising God because we are thanking him for what he did in 2022. Then there is no word. There is no prayer. That's a total misapplication of scripture. And a characteristic of those who are at ease in Zion. As described by the scripture. Verse 6. They drink wine in bowls. I didn't hear you. And I anoint themselves with the chief ointments. But they are not grieved for the affliction of Joseph. Many are like that. Anointment there means like perfume. And there's nothing wrong. I use nice perfume myself. But you see, what God is saying is that these people are they're the, they're the kind of Christians, they like all the benefits of Christianity. They like the healing. They like the prosperity. They like the protection. But they are not ready to make any sacrifices. All they want is the blessings. They don't want any of the obligations. They don't want any of the discipline. God says they are at ease in Zion. And you know what it says? Woe to them. This 2023 that is coming. And if peradventure you fall into any of these categories, there's a simple thing to do. Just repent. I'm going with the opportunity to do so by the time we end this message. And we're going to pray. That's why God is sending me to you. Because he loves you. And he doesn't want any woe for you. What he wants for you is blessing. So he doesn't want you to remain at ease in Zion. He wants you to be grieved with the affliction of Joseph. You should be, you should be dissatisfied with the present condition of the church. And all the problems that the church has and consequently the nations, including Nigeria especially Nigeria and America too, and even the United Kingdom. You know, I gave a statistic the other day. There, there are less 
people who are professed Christians now, the, 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 the atheists and the people who say they don't believe in God, officially speaking now, are more in England, United Kingdom, than, before, than, than the people who go to church. That should grieve you. Say, God, what are we going to do? So, glory will come to those who are following the leaders as they follow Christ. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And they will partake of the borrowed anointing. That's why it will be glory for them. People are mourning his arm. Like the 12 apostles and the 70 partook of the glory that was on the Lord Jesus Christ. They, 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 they took a share. God gave, took part of what that anointing on Jesus and put it on them. So they healed the sick, they cleansed the leper and they raised the dead. Uh, these uh, people who follow these people, these are the people who are mourning in Zion. They are going to be comforted by that glory and that manifestation. Now, why? I've told you what it is now. Now, let me tell you why. Why is this happening now? Because it is the time of the harvest. Follow me in Matthew chapter 13. We're going to look at two scriptures. Matthew chapter 13. And then we're also going to look at Malachi. Malachi chapter 3. And uh, Malachi chapter 4. The end of chapter 3. And Malachi, they're very important prophetic scriptures that are presently being fulfilled. Matthew chapter 13. How many people are still on my side? Give the Lord a wave offering. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> if you're still on my side, give me a wave offering. <laughs> then give the Lord a clap offering. So. <laughs> You know, when Jesus preached some tough messages, the Bible says many of his disciples didn't like it. So they went back. You know. Don't you anybody, you will not go back in Jesus' name. No, no, I say say it to them. Don't you anybody say you will not go back in Jesus' name. You will not find this a hard or a grievous thing. Because it is the word of God. Give the Lord another clap offering. Matthew chapter 13, verse 24. And another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like, uh, likened unto a man that sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, everybody say, while men slept. Don't you know, say, don't sleep spiritually. Oh. The people who sleep, say it after me. The people who sleep spiritually, Sleep because they are at ease in Zion. While men slept, these enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? And he said unto them, An 
enemy has done this. And the servant said unto him, Will thou then that we go up and gather them up? But he said, Nay! Lest while you gather up the tares, you root up also the wheat with them. Let them, let both grow together until the harvest. The day of harvest is upon us. These 16 years, God has allowed the wheat and the tares. And not just 16 years, but from the time I gave this message the first time. These years, we've seen it in the church. The wheat and the tears have grown together. And you know, this is what gives people this false sense of security. And false sense of confidence. Oh, well, you know, we've been doing what we've been doing and nothing. In fact, we've been blessed. You know, materially, that is. I was listening to somebody in one of the, one of the, um, I think it's charity or one of the groups today. You know, on, on sometime, you know, I, I, you know, I'm the senior pastor. So I have access to all the, all the groups, the choir, the charity, the Beulah, all the, all the different groups. So some, you know, sometimes my, my eye would just catch a particular um, uh, uh, post. This one was very good. It was by Derek Prince. The person just posted, ah, this change message will change your life. I said, well, I've listened to Derek Prince over the years. So I just, it wasn't more than five minutes, you know, but it's very, very good. I actually listened to it before, but I, I found it very, very, you know, um, inspiring and instructive. You know what Derek Prince said? He said, majority of the church are living for only for the blessings of this life. Then he quoted that powerful scripture, two of them. He quoted the one in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He said, if in this life only, we have hope in Christ. He said, we are of all men most miserable. He said, most of us are only following Christ because of the material blessings we can get. We don't have eternity in view. We do not have the glory of the resurrection in view. Those things don't matter to us. And it's, 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 it, it, it bears repetition here, you know, in this, you know. Uh, that's why, you know, that's why the tares, you know, notice he sowed good seed in the field. Everybody born again. Everybody. But then, while some were lazy and were at ease in Zion, the devil was able to come and sow things into their hearts and in their lives. All of them children of God. All of them born again. This is not unbeliever. Get that nonsense out of your mind. And I'm going to prove it to you when I give you the interpretation that Jesus gave. It's not, it's not talking about um, 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 sinners. It's saints. Saints. The, the lazy, the, those are either, they allowed, while they slept, Satan came and he showed. And then when the angels saw them, they, they said they wanted to root them up. God said, ah, no, no, don't, don't touch it. Leave it. Until the time of the harvest. 2023, harvest time has come. Only, thank you, honey. My, only my wife and Pastor Boyga said amen. <laughs> and Mary too. 
I say harvest time has come. Give the Lord a clap offering. Watch this. Harvest of good and harvest of evil. Watch this. Let me contextualize the message. You put it in the context of the message. The harvest of glory and the harvest of vengeance. He's given us time. God is a good God. You know, when I think of by the grace and the mercy of God, I'm going to say it like Paul. Not just because Paul said it, but because it's also true. You know, I yet not I, but the grace of God which is with me. You know, I want to thank God for my wife. I want to thank God for all my pastors who have stayed faithful and have helped me. And because they're great helpers, they've been an error and hurt to me all these years. You know, I remember, Pastor Quick, I will remember, there is nowhere in Nigeria I've not gone. My wife and I were practically paying the bills for the television. Not from church. How much was, were we making in church? It was from life fought and our own personal money. That we, were, we sponsored television program in, in Kaduna for seven years. England won Revelation Television for years. It was when I had four children in university at the same time. Dara was in Harvard. Ichunu was in University College London. Uh, studying medicine. Very expensive. Um, uh, Monyolua was in Cheltenham Ladies and then moved over to um, SOAS, School of uh, Oriental and University of London. You know, and my niece Larissa was in was in a Reading. We're paying all those fees at the same time. And God said, your children are your priority. So I went to the people. I said to them, you better help with this thing. I said, my wife, I said, we've been faithful. We've done seven. Seven is God's number of completion. If you don't give enough, and I'm not going to come and trick you and beg you and tell you that you're going to get breakthrough in two days. And all this rubbish that they tell you so that you can give money. If you don't, I will have to pull those programs. And I did. I, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Not only that, you know, we did, the website was there. We had books. <laughs> I was so, a lot. But you know, either you pay attention or you don't. When I finish the message, you'll be able to understand better. See, God has, the time of harvest has come. What you did or did not do with the word of God, the result is going to come out in 2023. You can't say amen, say oh me. Let them, let both, verse 30, Matthew 13, 30. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather together first. Everybody scream, first. I'm going to show it to you later on. First. See, you know how it's going to be, honey? The first thing we're going to see is vengeance. 
Das ist fast tears. But almost immediately, because it's almost simultaneous, it shows that there'll be a slight time delay between the two. The first is going to be vengeance, then the glory. So it's going to be vengeance, glory, vengeance, glory, vengeance, glory, vengeance, glory. I didn't hear amen. <laughs> you know what God told me? God whispered to me now. He said, don't look at their eyes. The book of Ezekiel. Then he said their face like flint. He said, they are not your servants. Or rather, you are not their servants. And I'm not just looking at scripture, but I'm looking at people on television. Let both grow together until the harvest. Everybody say, harvest time is here. The harvest of vengeance and the harvest of glory. It's going to be together. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather together first. That's why it's vengeance and glory. The tares. And bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Let me just put a little bit of, the, of a spin on that. You know, it's going to be um, confirmed when we read the interpretation in a minute. But let me just quickly say it because of the carnal mind. It doesn't mean they're all going to hell when they burn them in the fire. You know, it's talking about the fire of affliction, things like premature death and those kind of things. You know, when the judgment comes. Now, in a few extreme cases, it can even mean hell. These are these are Christians. They're not. They're not. They're not sinners. The tares are not sinners. They're Christians. Verse thirty-six. Same Matthew chapter 13. Thank you, Jesus. Same Matthew chapter 13. Then Jesus sent the multitude away. I just got it. I just got a tweet. You know, anytime he wants to give deep revelation, he sends the multitude away. He only shares the deep things with the disciples. All the, all the multitude heard was a good man went to sow seed. And, you know, the good and the, you know. They, that's all they heard. So it was after the multitude have left. And went into the house. I didn't hear you. It was Peter's house in Capernaum. And his disciples came unto him saying, declare unto us. The parable of the tears of the field. And he answered and said unto them, He that sowed the good seed is the Son of Man, Jesus. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. The tears are the children of the wicked one. Now you can interpret that and say, oh, well, that means they were not Christians. Uh, 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 uh. He's talking about the, both of them were Christians. 
Children means product of. It means the result of. See, one set of Christians became a product of the kingdom. The dominion of righteousness, peace and joy. The other set of Christians lived after the flesh and produced the seed of the devil. In other words, you know, adultery, fornication, pride, are all those things. That's why Galatians tells us that. It says, you know, you, you, uh, the flesh lost against the spirit, spirit against the flesh, so you can't do things you should do. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you will live. If you don't, you will die. It's wheat and tears. The enemy, verse 39, that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. How many people know that we're in the end of the world now? The end time. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. The reapers are the angels. This is not Olubi's interpretation. This is Jesus talking. As therefore... The tares are gathered and burned in the fire. So shall it be in the end of the world. We're in the end of the end now. Glory of God manifestation. Discipleship of the nations. Rapture. First flight. Tribulation. And Jesus returns. We're in that time now. You need to read my book on Revelation in a nutshell. All, they're all on Amazon and all that. You can just Google it. The Son of Man shall send forth. I didn't hear you, folks. The, uh, the Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of the world, out of his kingdom. They are all in the kingdom, they are all Christians. And shall gather. Out of his kingdom, all things that offend and them which do iniquity and they are in the kingdom. I said I'm going to confirm it. It's not just, I'm not just talking off the top of my head. The tears are Christians who slept, who were at ease in Zion. And so the, 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 the enemy was able to show into their hearts and then they brought forth the, the, the fruit, we can call it fruit. We, they, can, they brought up the fruit of, of the wicked one. That's why they call the children of the wicked one. They're not children in the sense that they're not born again. But they brought forth the fruit of the wicked one, which is what the Bible calls the, 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 the loss of the flesh. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources including books, sermons, prophecies and articles available on our website spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.